This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. You can call me Truck. I'm joined as always by Culls and Shane O'Mac. You can find us on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Trucker, at Culls underscore Sports, at S McCormick underscore FF. Make sure you follow the show while you're at it, at Fantasy Road Show. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok, The Fantasy Road Show on all platforms. Go check us out. Um, this episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.ruleoneproteins.com, enter promo code ROADIES40 at checkout to get 40% off. That's ROADIES40 for 40% off. Boys, how are we doing? We're back, and we're we're grinding already. Let's do this, man. Let's do yeah. this. How you guys doing? Um, at Fantasy Roadshow on all platforms. Yes, at Fantasy Roadshow. Oh, <laughs> it's not the? No. Okay, at Fantasy Roadshow on all platforms. My mistake. Uh, but go check us out. Shane, how you doing today, buddy? Man, doing good. Doing good. Nice. All uh, right, so we're uh, we're here today talking uh, uh, way too early quarterback rankings. Uh, as Cole's mentioned before, we think it's a good uh, tool for everybody to use to kind of um, formulate where you have everybody ranked right now uh, as the season is still fresh in our mind and kind of uh, your anticipation of what's going to happen next draft season. Uh, and, of course, this list will not be the same list uh, as we're going to be showing you right now when we're drafting. Things are going to change. Teams are going to change. Coaches are changing. So, um, we got a lot of updates to to go through, but right now this is uh, where we think uh, we're at. Coles, you got anything on there? Um, yeah, TikTok. We're we're on TikTok. Yeah, all, on all media platforms, we are we are available. And TikTok. we can I just blasting. say that I I said uh, I made the comment like TikTok, you don't stop, and like. <laughs> TikTok. People know. like had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's dating you a little it's bit. It's an old Shane. reference, but yeah. Wait, when was that? It's in a song. It's a song. Yeah. Oh, uh, when, calls when was, doesn't even know. Did, no, I'm saying when did you say that? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I was I was I was around some friends, and then I uh, yeah, I no, said no. it again last night to Jackson, and he's like, oh. "What? What is? What do you say? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking yeah. about, Dad? TikTok. The TikTokers don't. don't How is follow. uh? How is Jackson Mac, by the way? He's doing yeah. good. He uh, big big news here in in the household. He got uh, he got a perm, so he <laughs> went the uh, he went the ramen noodle perm look, which is all the rage, I guess, with the middle school kids nowadays. Not that I know that, but uh, that's yeah. what I've heard. Well, so. well, if wow. that's the case, we need a Jackson Max uh, uh, appearance here in the next couple <clears throat> of days or the next couple episodes, so to speak. So. To get uh, let him perm. know that we're looking out for him to make an appearance. Yeah. Put a face to the perm. Uh, speaking of Jackson Mac, I told you guys that I started watching Sons of Anarchy. Oh, I'm so excited uh, for you. Right? I, I told him, I was like, dude, how have you not, how do you not remember that series? It's such yeah. a great show. No, I didn't. I've never watched it. Oh, so okay. That, I thought uh, you said I, you you maybe did, but then forgot. I about watched it. like episodes. I think my dad was at one point was hammering through it and I like, was just watching TV, caught a couple episodes with them, but I just realized I haven't seen it. Like I, I haven't seen anything yet that I've been watching in season one. But um, yeah, I, uh, it's good. It's really good. But yeah, the, I have issues with. I mean, I'm just like a critical person, and like when they brought in season or in episode like four or five, when they patched the tribe. They Jax goes out and like 
um, antagonizes the Mayans and brings them back and they have that yeah. shootout where mm -hmm. they're like, you know, sending a message. I They didn't kill any. Like, they should have firing squad killed all of them. I don't understand what, like, why is that? Why didn't they, did everyone just get up and go go away on their bikes? I, I don't know. I'm. It's not fresh in my mind. It's been a long time since I've seen it, so I can't speak on that, but yeah. yeah. I'll just say it's one of those series well, that gets better with each season, and you know that's a good yeah. show that gets better Honor. and better. Yeah, yeah, and it's a good show for sure, but like that didn't make any sense to me. And those are the things that turned me off. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Unrealistic. They had them they had them lined up and like are shooting, they're having a shootout, but no one died. Like it was a Calls clear... just picturing Call of Duty and just wiping no, out no, the whole squad. It, it, I'm thinking of like well, yeah, a little bit, but also like they had them lined up backs to him just like in shooting uh, it made no sense yeah. to me how no one died like it should have been at least a handful of deaths yeah and i don't know it was really weird i, I didn't Shane, like did you ever all. watch the spinoff mayans no well so no i haven't but we just got i've just gotten um peacock and i think it's on there so i'm gonna i'm gonna start it yeah, I never watched it either. I, I just uh, it, it, that show was so good that it just didn't live up. You know, kind of like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Um, I didn't watch Better Call Saul. Breaking Bad was so good, and I I probably should dive into both of them now Supposedly that I'm talking about Better it. Better Call Saul, Call Saul is really good. I, I've heard, I've heard. I'm, so I'm, anyway, enough enough uh, pop culture talk. Uh, we are here today talking quarterback rankings. Um, Coles, whenever you're ready, you can pull up the uh, our, our rankings list. And we'll kind of just uh, we'll start we'll, we'll kick it off. Yeah, I I will also just note that I'm not satisfied with that response on Suns. So okay. <laughs> we'll talk. Like I almost called you and was like, "This is really bothering me," and then I decided to save it for the podcast. Yeah. Um. But all right, there we go. All right. Well, uh, let's start with the top five. And uh, we'll kind of roll through because uh, they're going to be very similar um, across the board. Uh, everybody has Josh Allen at number one. Uh, it's pretty obvious. I mean, 4,300 yards this year, 29 touchdowns. He did have a career high of 18 interceptions and uh, a career high of uh, uh, 15 rushing touchdowns. Uh, he's actually never been in the double digits. So um, a bit shocker there. Uh, the guy's just been an animal this season. He deserves the number one spot, in my opinion, and I think that's why we all have him there. Yeah, and the biggest disparity here is this Joe Burrow. I, I, I don't know that we need to go through the stats of each person, but like, let's kind of just highlight big disparities, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I, I agree. Allen has been how many years running number one quarterback? Uh, four. Well, last year he was the number two quarterback, but prior to that, he was the number one. Uh, those one, prior one, two years, two one. Yeah, so three yeah. out of the last four years, yeah. um, I mean, he's on a, an offense, as we talked about last episode, that just highlights him. Um, he's just an absolute beast. Now, what about Hurts, too? Because obviously there's going to be people saying um, the Eagles – I mean, A.J. Brown just deleted all Eagles. That's crazy. Related posts and completely separated from, from the team. So you can yeah. expect A.J. Brown not to be there next year. Um I, what, what, I think for me, it's just his cheat code rushing. Um, yeah. 
15 yeah. rushing touchdowns this season. I'll, I'll lower him if they if they ban the tush push. I'll lower him maybe a couple spots, yeah. but until they if, do that, yeah. If they ban the tush push and AJ Brown is not there, he will be going down in my rankings as well. Okay. Um, I want to also say with Hertz, like I was shocked that he was number two this year after how bad it's been the last let's see mm-hmm. four last four weeks of the season besides the Giants game he was still over 20 in four out of those last five weeks yeah um, and you know didn't have any of his 30 40 point games but it's just been consistent in that like 23 to 26 28 range all season so despite yeah. despite them being on a horrible losing streak and it seems like Sirianni's going to be fired. If they lose to the Bucks, like Sirianni's gone, right? You can't have you, you can't give him another shot. Um you just had a, I don't know, man. I don't think Sirianni's gone if they lose to the Bucks. Well, there's already rumors that he's gone regardless. So, I think that's why I say like the Bucks is probably just the cherry on top kind of thing. Yeah, I could see he's it. lost the locker room. <laughs> like yeah. you it's crazy how the NFL has changed to where I mean, we've seen Belichick, Carroll, like some of these high profile great coaches. If you're not performing now, then you're on the hot seat. Yeah. Uh, and we're seeing this with Sirianni could happen literally in the same season. Um so I don't know. I think his seat is a lot hotter than you think truck um i i would be concerned if they get bumped by the bucks if you win a game and like you kind of reignite something maybe i understand but if you completely lose a locker room aj brown's gone like there's so much toxicity clearly in that team and clubhouse you just have to cut ties yeah Yeah. and if they fire him like i for me, I think the fit is Mike Vrabel, somebody that comes in, hard nosed guy, builds that culture, right? Reestablishes the culture quickly, yep. 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and that's what I mean. Like, you have so many good coaches out there that now is the time to just be like, all right, what the fuck's going on? Let's wipe the slate clean. And you, you don't want to lose, you know, someone as high profile and have you have all that momentum. Uh, you have Hurts. The offense still can move the ball. Obviously, defense is the factor. But, yeah, anyways, his cheat code is what puts him at two, keeps him at two for me. Yeah, I agreed. Um, and then let's talk Burrow. I wanted to get there sooner just because it was our biggest disparity here in the top ten. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess, truck start. You have Lamar. Every you, you We both have – Let's put it this way. We all three have Lamar. I I had him there at three as well, but um, I just felt like it was so chalky going all the same three, and I just like want to put someone in my top three like Burrow who had a very down year. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder, wanting wanting to bring the Bengals back to the front. Uh, There's so much – there's so much like – unexpected bounce back from year to year in the NFL that like you have to have some of that in your rankings. So that's why I put Burrow at three. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, I was very close to putting him at three. Um, The more I, the more I think about it, he probably deserves to be at three because um, you know, Burrow, uh, you know, a gun to my head. I'm probably, 
probably taking Burrow over Lamar. I just think he's a better quarterback. Uh, but just fresh off of uh, Burrow not playing and Lamar, the Ravens being as good as they are, um, that's kind of why I have him at three or four. But I could definitely be switching those by a draft season. I also think there's an element of Munkin's probably not going to be on the Ravens. There's a lot of talk about him getting a head coaching job. He deserves um, it. Which is crazy. That is his, oh. his, he's transcending through the ranks that quickly, but he's getting When you're getting interviewed by multiple teams, you can maybe expect him not to be there. So that would probably, I don't know that the offense would change that much, but that would be, you know, bringing in someone entirely new after they've established what they have so far this year. But what, I want to hear what uh, Shane O'Mac, since you yeah. have him. Yeah, so I'm the low guy on him. And so yeah. my concerns right now is I'm factoring in two things. One, I think T. Higgins is gone for sure. I don't see him coming back. Um, so what are the, did, maybe they replace him with somebody either via the draft or free agent, which that would help. And then two, like, I think it's been the last two years or maybe in the last three years, like he always has that first slow start, like a month slow start due to injury or something, something happens. So those are the factors, but also it's just, man, I like some of these new guys and other guys that showed consistency this year, nothing's really changed in their situation for so far that I think. Yeah is what makes me put them ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one thing I think is interesting, man, it sounds so much different with that hat, with that hat off. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, <laughs> um, one thing I think with Burrow, um, I don't remember what I was going to say, but okay. I, 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 so I'm definitely like, that's going to be my stack this year. I kind of had, I have I, I remember one of my thoughts, but so anyway, so one of the, that that's going to be my stack this year. Like Chase will be my one hundred and one. Chase is going to be my number one wide receiver, guaranteed. I was expecting that this past year to be his like massive breakout, and unfortunately, because of injury, it wasn't. Um, that's still coming, and I think that's going to be next year. Like I, as high I was on the CD and Dak stack last year, that's kind of I think how I'm going to be on Burrow and Chase. Um, I was kind of there going into this season, not as much on Burrow, but I, I'm just kind of holding that over to this season. Um, I lost what I was going to say again. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, um, let's keep going then. We got, uh, Patrick Mahomes at five, uh, Shane, you have him at four. Um, and then oh, Jack, right? I remember what I was going to say. So okay. Joe Burrow, Shane O'Mac you having him at 10 and where he's going to end up being drafted in that top five. Like to me that Joe Burrow's on your do not draft list. Like probably. Yeah. As of now. Yeah. I probably not drafted him because I will probably prioritize one of these other guys in the first four rounds. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like when I see something like that to me, that's usually a guy that is on my do not draft list. You know, when Mm -hmm. he is that far below, um, I don't know if you want to say consensus because I don't think there really is one at this point. But, um, yeah, anyways. Um, well, the next big disparity I see is, uh, Mike, you have Justin Herbert at six. 
Uh, I have him down at 10, and Shane has him down at 12. So why don't you go ahead and speak on that, why you have him um, yeah. a lot higher than we do. Yeah, so like for me at this point in the season, a lot of my ranking is just talent. Like I'm just believing in talent. Um, situation and circumstance will come into it once we get more clarity. But like right now, we don't know where anyone's going to be free agency-wise. There's so many pieces. Coaching. There's so many pieces that are still like, let's say Harbaugh goes to the Chargers, um, Vrabel, uh, one of these offensive young-minded coaches go to the Chargers. Like, I don't know, if you put Kellen Moore and Ben Johnson in a room together, you're going to tell me that Herbert's not going to have a fantastic year with how good he is. Um, So I just have like him up there because of talent. I think he's had down years, two straight years because of the situation with Staley and, you know, unfortunate injury luck. So I just think that moving into he's one of the best in the league, period, talent wise. So like three straight seasons, I don't see it if they bring in the right coach uh, and have, you know, that offense isn't so far gone that they can add a couple pieces in the offseason and and be one of the best in the league. So that's why I have him there. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I feel like I'm too low on him. It was hard for me to find a good spot for him. Um, but from what I saw in the other players I have ranked above him, Dak, uh, Purdy, Stroud, uh, I just I think as of right now, I'd rather go that route. Uh, but yeah. I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah, so to me, like Dak, is he going to have another top five year? I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, I, I just – the it's not the NFL is not that trendy. There's so much turnover. Look at the playoffs this year that I, I just don't know that like I just can't always follow because someone's had such a good year. Like Purdy, for example. Yeah, he's in that system, but like how much longer is he gonna be a top fantasy quarterback? I, I don't know. Some of that is just I gotta take talent over a team that had everything going for them. You know, the, the Niners, other than that injury and that three-game slide with the, the injury to Trent Williams and that three-game slide, they've been rolling, and teams don't. In the NFL, they just don't have that much luck from year to year on situation and everything going their way. So, Yeah. Shane, why do you have uh, Dak inside your top five? And, uh, I mean, I'm right there with you, but why don't you speak on that since you're a Cowboys truther? Yeah, I just don't think much changes. I think look at last year as the outlier for Dak. When you look at, like, his last three years, like, I don't know. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I want to say two years ago he was a top fantasy quarterback as well. I think last year – so no, he was he it looks like he trades off every year. So it's going dating back to 16 and 17, he was seven and ten, then he was 14, then he was two in 2019, 32 and 20, eight and 21, 18 and 22, and three and 23. So it's like every other year it seems like something happens. Probably with the Cowboys, just because you know they're the Cowboys and they seem to kind of trip up every once in a while or something goes wrong for them. I just um, think, I think they realize like they went into the season, like, yeah, we can run this offense through the running game. And they just didn't have the personnel <clears throat> to do that, that, and that's not the strength of their offense. Like Dak and CD lamb and the tight end is the strength. And 
So you got Brandon Cooks back again next year. He was on a two-year deal. Ferguson's only going to get better. Lamb's what about, still going to be. The what same. about AJ Brown saying that uh, he wanted to come play with? Uh, that, that could that be the thing, you know, whether free agency. That, you know. Yeah, he said that know. on Twitter. He said he wanted. Uh, oh, maybe that wasn't. Um, I'm not speaking uh, correctly here. Um, I that may have been a joke. So. <laughs> Uh, but he, I just, it's hard for me to think that AJ Brown is that dumb that he would be on the Eagles and say he wants to go play for the biggest rival. Yeah. No, that like, makes a lot of sense. I saw a tweet, but I think someone uh, drew that up. And no, there's no accurate. way. <laughs> yeah, dude. As I'm saying that, I, I remember Philly fans like, would, don't, don't Philly fans would already, he, he would not be mm-hmm. on the, field for the Eagles ever again if that happened. You saw him more like he, he used his legs more this year. Like um you know he's full two yeah. years now removed from that injury. So we saw more yeah. of that. So well also um he, he got those interceptions in check too. Only nine yeah. interceptions this year after last year having 15. So um <laughs> definitely taking care of the ball a lot more this this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah I, I think uh so I think like this season is Dak's ceiling. Um, I can't imagine things going better than they did this year for him. Um, I mean, 37 touchdowns, 36 touchdowns, his highest 37, nine interceptions. That's been his best in three years, two rushing touchdowns, 240 yards on the ground. Like, I don't know how much higher he can go than that. So, you know, yeah, if he has another good year, um, that's why I have him at eight. I don't think eight's like a disrespectful, uh, you know, rank for him. I think it's he has a similar year as last year, probably not as good, a little bit lower. Um, but again, super early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's. Uh, I'll I'll kick it off to the the next portion of this uh, rankings and the disparity. Uh, you have Justin, Justin Fields. Let's go you there. Have, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have Justin Fields, Mike, at seven. Shane, you yeah. have him at nine. I have him down at 14. Um, and as a Bears fan, I'll speak on this. You know, I was hoping to see a lot more from Fields this season. Uh, I think he only played 13 games. He threw for, um, what was that, 20, uh, 2,600 yards, 16 touchdowns, nine interceptions in 13 games. Um, and on a per game basis, I just didn't see enough of what I wanted to see from him, what I thought he was capable of. And yeah, that goes into Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator. Um, and uh, that whole system around the Bears uh, was not good this season, better towards the end of the season. But I just didn't see enough from him that I wanted to see. I, you know, his barely reaching 200 yards uh, passing. I mean, he had a, a stretch of games in the early uh, middle season where he was throwing uh, 300 plus yards, but not not enough multiple touchdowns, not enough rushing touchdowns. You know, his, his upside is that his rushing yards, you know. He had one and, game with 300. Yeah, there you go. One game with 300. I get another game close to it, didn't he? 282, yeah, against yeah. Washington. Yeah, Trash. so he was he hit that bubble um, a, a few times, but not enough and not as many as I thought he would. So for me, I just uh, – if he stays with the Bears, I'm just not trusting him. There's a lot of players that are – a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be good next year, and I just um, – as much as I love Fields and the Bears, I 
probably won't be drafting him next year. So that was my question for you, Truck. Was I, was your ranking based on him staying with the Bears or leaving? Yeah. So the way I my thought process with these rankings, I'm going current situation. I'm not anticipating okay. any moves. Um, I did not rank uh, quarterbacks for certain teams: the Falcons, the Patriots, the Broncos, Commanders, Vikings, mm-hmm. and Giants. Those um, six teams have such a big question mark for me that I didn't rank. Um, Kirk Cousins is a free agent. Daniel Jones, I don't like. He should be back because of how much money they owe him. But I, let's I stay don't know, on. So. T- let's stay. Let's stay on uh, on fields. Yeah, I'm just just talking about no, my thought it, process on the rankings. But yes. yeah, that's. I I feel like I've spoken enough on fields uh, on why I have him low. Okay, so you're basically saying the Bears are going to be dog shit next year. Um. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to get that out of you because. Fields at 14 means the Bears are bad. I yeah. kind of have the same as Fields. Uh, I have him at seven, and I think Fields in my rankings is a Bear. Um, he really shouldn't be. I think I have a firm stance now on 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 where I lay with this whole Fields Caleb thing. The Bears need to draft Caleb Williams. Like he is outstanding. Um, his arm is better than we've seen period. Um, so what, what, like, what are you seeing from fields that makes you think that he's the better option at quarterback for your franchise for the next 15 years? Like he's not a 15 year starting quarterback. So get the guy that is going to be, um, I don't know. I'm fully on the Caleb's side of the, of this debate now, but, um, if field stays with the bears, if they add a Marvin Harrison jr. Or a Malik neighbors and have another all-star wide receiver with DJ Moore, the running game could probably be a little bit more Roshan involved next year and keep Kayla, uh, Khalil, Lil, Lil Herbie as a like home run hitting, you know, change of pace back and the bears defense, from Fluce is coached up and, and 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 you get a Brian Burns, for example, um, at another big time high profile piece. The Bears could be a playoff team and could be a don't make me say it. <laughs> say it. Super Bowl contending. <laughs> I mean, with the right offense and all that talent on that team, like the NFC is wide open. So Definitely. I could see Fields having an outstanding year in the right situation. And if he has an outstanding year, then he's, you know, seven is way too low on him. Um, I think that's a realistic possibility. Now, that's with a competent organization, and the Bears are not that. So they'll fuck it up. Yep. What do we got next? Um, I was hoping Shane O'Mac would give us his field's take. Well, I think – so I have two takes on him. So, one, if I was running the Bears, I would draft Caleb because two yeah. things, better talent, and then you reset the quarterback paying clock for yeah. five more years. And then you can really load up your team with that cost savings. Otherwise, you're going to be left paying fields here in the next year $45 million a year. Yeah. Um, probably. It, the other thing that I just can't stand is people who are like, oh, well, like 
realistic within reason you're drafting Caleb as a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like that's what his if you're a believer in Cal in Caleb Williams and his talent, his height, the hype surrounding him is that he is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like people that are like, oh, you can't say that. That's absolutely ridiculous. Like anything can happen. No shit. But your intentions for drafting him is because he is Hall of Fame caliber. Like that's mm -hmm. that you're drafting him to be the number one overall best prospect since Andrew Luck. The that's what your that that's your intentions of drafting him are. So yeah. is Justin Fields? Does he have that ceiling right now? No, no he doesn't. Okay, well then, fucking draft Ju Caleb Williams. Like it's, yeah. to me, it's a no brainer. So and and I can't I can't stand the people that that act like you cannot put that 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 Hall of Fame expectations that pro bowl expectations the you know that's why you're fucking drafting him like you're just an idiot yeah. like so i don't know that's my that's my stance on like is fields a hall of fame quarterback is he someone that you could see being 10 years leading your team uh if that answer is no then you have someone here that is thought to be that guy so fucking draft him you know, yep. well, from a fantasy perspective, Amen. why I still have him in the top 12, I think one of two things. If he stays in Chicago, I think one of those top tier wide receivers that pick nine, maybe. And yeah. then if, right. not, if they trade him, if he goes to Atlanta, that Atlanta with a competent offensive coach, that's a great setup, too. 100%. 100%. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Players leave the Bears and they go on to do great things on other teams. So. I, I I would see that, and to be yeah. fair, I I have Fields too low. I I was trying to find a good spot for him. I put him at fourteen. Probably should have bumped him up a couple slots, but um, you know, I'm I'm sure that'll change when we get news uh, later on in the year. Yeah, and unfortunately, the Falcons are kind of a organization that don't make the right coaching decisions either. So, like, I've a lot of names that I've been hearing. Well, I've been hearing everyone going there, but yeah, a, a lot of defensive names. Um, so. Hopefully they can get someone in there that's young OC. Uh, I, I, listen, the the main guy, the Bears are supposedly extremely aggressive after Shane Waldron, and that would be an the best offensive coordinator hire you can make this offseason. So if a guy like that goes to to Atlanta and Fields goes along with like what he's done with Geno Smith has been amazing. Imagine what a talent of Fields with all of that talent surrounding him would be like. And you're right, then we're bumping him up you know, into our top five. Yeah. Um, all right, <clears throat> Mike, you have Anthony Richardson down at 14. Um, Shane and I have met seven um, identical <clears throat> there. So talk to your uh, talk about uh, Anthony Richardson. I'll keep it really simple. He's going to get injured. <laughs> okay. So you're anticipating a, a re-injury. Every year is his, his entire career. Okay. Have you, did you did, like, did you watch the way he plays football? <laughs> Yes. So yes. you're not reckless. playing quarterback. He got injured like twice a game. Yes, he did. He did. Literally he, uh, every game did he play? Did he ever play 100% snaps one of his games? Um, I'd he, have to look. I think he went into the tent every single game he played this year. Uh, he did against the Rams week four. He played 100% of snaps, 27 points. Like, yes, 10 rushes, 56 yards, a touchdown. Two two passing touchdowns. You know he was eleven for twenty five, throwing the ball, and that's what 
I kind of said he was going to be out of college because that's what he was in college. Mm -hmm. um, so I just, I mean, he has the right coach there. They, you know, they, they did incredible this year with Gardner Minshew. And I think, you know, I'll perform expectations despite falling short to CJ Stroud, but he's going to get injured. Like, and then what does he become a pocket passer and not have a good accurate arm? I just, I don't, I'm not a believer in him still. Um, so. Okay. I just Fair think, enough. I think some of that may have been just rookie year. Like he gets that coached into him this off season about, Hey, you learned to take a slide. You'd learn to go out of bounds two or three yards before, instead of leaning in and take a hit. And hopefully that's, that's my hope. That's the know? optimistic view for sure. Yeah. And I'm just kind of betting on the talent and it gets coached up out of those habits. Yeah, I, just for me, um, I'm not going to anticipate any re-injury, and I think if he has a full season, um, you know, he's a top ten quarterback without a doubt, in my opinion, from what I saw in that limited sample size. So yeah, for I so for me, it's just from what I saw. There's no way he's not going to get injured. Um, like I, I still think he's a. So I won't be drafting him if he's going to be drafted this high. Yeah, I don't like I think he'd be a great best ball draft pick because he's going to have huge games if he does play. But like in if you draft him, just draft another quarterback, draft a Matt Stafford, draft, a, you know, guy that a Matt Stafford is the perfect example of someone to draft. But yeah, uh, he's I just optimistically chains, right? He's co that's coached into him. Is it going to be like? I don't think so. I just think the way that he even runs the ball is so aggressive. Like it has in order for that to be coached into him, it has to be like starting from scratch. You've never played football before. This is the way we're going to do it, you know? So he's going to have to go wipe the entire slate clean in order to like learn how to be cautious with his legs. Yeah. It, it can be done obviously. And Shane Sykin's the right guy to do it, but He's just asking to get hurt all the time. Yeah. All right. What about the next guy on Shane and mine's list? Uh, number eight, Brock Purdy calls <laughs> another, uh, another similar case. You have him down at uh, 17. Um, and I know you started the season uh, hating on Purdy. Um, you had a, uh, uh, a realization that, Hey, he's not that bad. He'll be the start of the rest of the season. You had posted an apology and then he, uh, you know, goes on that run of, uh, of inconsistencies. So, yeah. Uh, go ahead and talk talk your slander about Purdy. It's not slander. He's just not good. Like he's not talented. Um, he's uh, physically talented. He's mentally talented. He's he's a game manager. He doesn't turn the ball over too much. Although he threw it four interceptions to the Ravens, I think in the first half. Um, like again, it. Niners are humming. They're incredible. It's hard to imagine a world right now where they're not by far the best team in the league. I think they win the Super Bowl, um, which is ah, – I don't think they win the I, – I don't know if I say – if I think they win the Super Bowl <laughs> yet. I think they're going to be in the Super Bowl 100%. Uh, is Purdy going to be in a situation during that Super Bowl where he has to make a very good big play? then I don't have I still don't have confident in him confidence in him to do that. Um 
but they are such a wagon. My point being is in the NFL, it's you need it's it's so hard for teams to have that much going for them for that long. Look at the Eagles. They just completely imploded. Um, I just don't see another season where Purdy's throwing three touchdowns a game, no interceptions, 350 yards. You know, I'm looking right now. That's happened one, two, three, four, five times. He's been over 330, whatever. So I, to me, it's just like natural regression that happens in the NFL. Something will happen. I, I just – I'm not a Purdy guy, so I'm not drafting him in the top 10 ever. Makes sense. Um, I disagree with you, though. I, I do think Brock Purdy showed enough this season that shows uh, uh, that he is talented. He's on one of the best teams in football. I think that continues next year. And uh, I wish I had the stats with me pulled up. But, I mean, w- what Purdy was able to do this season, um, leading the league in a, in a lot of different categories – you know, he was just impressive. And, uh, uh, you know, there was a few spots where he didn't look good and threw a lot of interceptions like the one you mentioned with the Ravens. But I think all in all, I, I liked what I saw from him this year. And I, I think I'm comfortable drafting him inside the top 10 next year. Shane, what do you think? Yeah, I was, you know, this year coming off that shoulder surgery, I was shocked what he was able to do. Um, so now I get to fold another year uh, off of that. I don't anticipate the offensive weapons changing, right? Nobody's leaving. They're all staying. Um, that system is in place still, which makes him look terrific. And uh, is um, Trent's getting older now, isn't he? How, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, he's still. Trent's he, fine. Yeah, is he? he's still he's still fine for a, a yeah. tackle. Yeah. He'll be fine for a few years. Right, um, you know. It's pretty, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Kittle's getting older. Uh, I think McCaffrey will be the one-on-one next year. McCaffrey, you can draft with confidence. He's going to be awesome. Yeah, you can lock um, that in. And, yeah, I mean, like nothing's changing, right? It's just I, I, I have a hard time believing that they're going to be, you know, a lot of Purdy's top-of-the-league statistical uh, categories that you mentioned for me is the team and the offense and Shanahan. Um so, you know, I said my rankings are a lot of just talent-based right now because I need to understand the situation as we get closer to the season. We're not even into the offseason yet, so um, talent is going to play a role into pretty much my entire ranking. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. CJ Stroud, we both uh, – Mike and I have met nine. Shane, you have met six. Um, I love what I saw from CJ Stroud. I wanted to put him mm-hmm. higher. Uh, I think he's going to improve next year. Um, his highlight this year was uh, only, what, five interceptions? I mean, he he did a really good job of taking care of the football, 23 touchdowns, uh, over 4,000 yards his rookie year, which is really impressive. And I think he gets better next year. So I feel like I have him too low. I should probably move him up. Shane, what do you think? Yeah, so it's similar to the San Francisco setup. He's got Bobby Slowick as his coordinator who came from the Shanahan system. So he's put this great offensive – play calling system in place where he just needs somebody to make those throws. And he's Stroud could do that. He can use his legs more next year. I think even than he did this year, um, offensive weapons are all back. Assuming tank Dale's broken leg is fine by then, which I assume. So. Yeah, I think they, they need to get a better running uh, game. 
uh, Singletary and Pierce. I, I hope they either sign a veteran or draft a young one. They got to switch that up and get a better running game in there. But, yeah, I, I have high hopes for the Texans this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Saquon. Oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. Where do you guys want to go next? How about um, Deshaun Watson? Yes. Um, Shane, Shane and I have Deshaun Watson at 18 and 19. Mike, you have him up at 10. Um, what's going on there? I I don't have much to say. I'm not going to sound smart anytime I, anything that I say with it, because everyone's just going to punch back of like <laughs> Deshaun Watson. He hasn't looked good. All right. I think he's going to. Eventually, I, I don't think his career is over. So I think Deshaun Watson, talent-wise, uh, it's still there and it's coming. So, yeah, that's fair. I just I couldn't I couldn't rank him that high. I just from the games that we saw from him, I mean, he had uh, two two finishes inside the top ten. Well, actually, three finishes inside the top ten. Um, you know, I don't know. I just I wasn't thoroughly impressed uh, with as, as much as I thought I would be with uh, Watson because we were both high on him coming into this season, but I've tamed that um, expectation for next year. Shane, what do you think? Yeah, I honestly, I wish I could come up with a very smart take of why he is not the same quarterback he is in Houston. This, you know, I, I don't know what it is, but it, he just doesn't look the same, you know? Yeah. Um, now maybe last year was, it was rust of not playing for what, 18 months. Mm-hmm. So maybe he shakes that off, but I don't know. Just what I saw just doesn't look the same, and I don't know if he gets back to there. Um, yeah, I just don't know. He's got the – he'll have weapons there. Like Cooper's not going anywhere. Um, they've got Elijah Moore. They've got a great tight end in Njoku. They've got a great young – I think a great young wide receiver in Cedric Tillman, right? Yeah. That'll be better. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Tillman. I'll be high on Tillman next year. Um, I think they're going to come close. I, 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 you know, I think they're going to beat beat the Texans this week. Although Denzel Ward being out is concerning, for sure. Um, but I, uh, I think that they'll they took a huge step this year, and then he'll take another step next year. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. It's it's not something that I can really defend based on how he's looked as a Brown. I mean, yeah. first three weeks, he had two games where he was put up 20 points. Um, and that's as he was knocking that rust off. So what would that have looked like, you know, in weeks 10 through 13, if he was healthy throughout the season, probably significant, you know, probably better. So um, I don't know. He hasn't been able to rust, knock the rust off. So it's hard to put a, you know, competent, take together that I can really get behind other yeah. than I think he's too good to just have his career go out the way that it currently is. Yeah. I can agree with you there. Um, all right. How about Trevor Lawrence? Uh, Mike, you have him at 11. Um, I have him at 16 and Shane has him at 15. Um, you know, what's going on with Trevor? Do you have anything to say there? No talent. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I really struggled with him because I think he's I a too. great, great quarterback. Um, it's So when I do my rankings, I am kind of projecting what I think will happen in free agency. So like in my mind, I think Calvin Ridley is gone. Um, 
I don't know if say Jones is back. Um, but man, I, I do struggle with him and he could be one that I bring up because I do think he's probably one of the top seven talented quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. I think he's a little injured or something this year. I don't know what's going on with the Jaguars. So this is another same, same as Deshaun, like it's same as Herbert. It's hard for me to defend these guys right now, uh, not knowing the situation of going into next year, but something is going on with the Jaguars right now. Um, it's not that Trevor Lawrence is not a good quarterback. No, you know what I think yeah, no, also this, right. this year, what did not help him and it did not help my preseason take was Travis Etienne got a lot more work around the 10 yard line and, and the end zone area and a lot more rushing opportunities than I think was seen in the past. And that took away some touchdown yeah, scores from Lawrence, I think, also. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's I don't know what happened. It's weird to say. Um, I think I'll have ETN high again next year. I think again he was gonna have a phenomenal year, and then whatever's been going on with the Jags has just <clears throat> slowed everyone down this year. So mm-hmm. we'll see what the offseason looks like. They're gonna have to shake some things up and figure some stuff out, but you know, depending on what that roster looks like heading into the heading into training camp, he could either rise or fall to where you guys have them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't see many other discrepancies. If you guys see any um, uh, point them out, but uh, I mean, Jordan Love. So yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he finishes, he finishes what quarterback five this Do year. We have him too low because a couple of things like he's got a good offensive coach. Uh, he's in a division that's going to be competitive, high scoring games. He's got a great set of young offensive wide receiver weapons, right? Great young wide receiving tight ends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, of over 4,000 yards passing, 32 touchdowns. He had four rushing touchdowns, did throw 11 interceptions. But, I mean, the guy was throwing touchdowns. Like, yeah. that, like he and, really was, and, and, and the yards to back it up too. So I, f- I feel like I have him too low, but I just didn't know where to put him. Um and how many games was he without Christian Watson this year? It seemed like oh, that guy wow. was missing two or three games in chunks all throughout the year. Yeah, for, for that team being so young, Jordan Love did a, a phenomenal job this season. Phenomenal job. Um, yeah, so I don't think – I'm pretty confident where I have him. I think this is where I had him last year. Um. Um, my rankings i had love at 16 so not 12 but so i had him a little bit lower um i was higher on love and then seeing like him be quarterback five obviously i don't think any had him at qb5 no 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 no, he i don't so i don't there's no rushing upside with him uh you know he did have four sneaks uh, he had 30 plus rushing yards twice, but there's not like you're not going to think of him as a dual threat. You're not drafting him for rushing upside. To me, no. he's like Dak Prescott, basically. Like a and, Tua, you know. Like I'm not going to say he reached his ceiling because I think um, that his team and offense only gets better with how young they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, because he doesn't have those like <laughs> that rushing upside. 
I have to then rank him separately against guys that like Burrow, Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert, Dak, Stroud, I would say are the non-rushing upside guys ahead of him that I have. Trevor, you know, obviously yeah. Lawrence and Trevor, and, and these two, which I could easily have him at 10 and not 12, but mm-hmm. um, I'm not putting them before a Herbert, Stroud, Mahomes, and Burrow. So that's just where he falls in the non-rushing upside rankings. You know, um, that's kind of the way my brain looks at it by separating the two. Like, I don't, I only have Lamar this at four because of his rushing upside. Same with Hertz. Allen's on a whole different level completely. But um, yeah, the field, you know, so that, yeah that's the way that my brain kind of looks at it and I'm not putting him above those guys. So that's just kind of where he naturally falls, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I could easily do this. And be completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, all right, you guys see anything else that you guys want to mention or talk about before we the sign one thing off? I would mention real quickly is I think we need to pay attention to we've got two years worth of data now on Tua where he comes out the first half of the year blazing and the second half of the year is a nosedive. Like I think from after his bye this year, he only had one 300-yard game and he never threw for more than two touchdowns. He's had two straight years now where the second half of the season is quite a bit different than the first half. So it's maybe something to pay attention to, you know, going well next this this was his first full uh fully healthy season. Played um I think sixteen or seventeen games. Um what did he have? Uh forty six hundred yards. I think he did he lead the the um the league in passing yards. I think he did. 4,600 passing yards, career high and touchdowns and interceptions, obviously with him playing a full season. But, yeah, I mean, as long as you're throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill and uh, Jalen Waddell, I, I would imagine is going to get better next year. I, I still like Tua. I think he deserves to be in the top 12. That's kind of where I have – that's why I have him inside there. Yeah, so I'm looking here. Week 11 on – yeah, he only had one game over 300 – Two touchdowns, one touchdown, two touchdowns, zero, one, one, two, one. So his yeah. numbers just – I don't know. I don't know what it is later in the year, um, but it's interesting. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, Cole, did um, you see anything else on this list? So, yes. Um, one thing I thought of is – Burrow starts slow, Tua starts hot, and then they flip. <laughs> Some best ball teams might have Burrow mm-hmm. and Tua on them. So, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I think that I have Kyler Murray at 18, you have him at 19, um, and oh, Shannon yeah. Mack has him at 11. 11. Yep. If I get news, like, so I think Shannon Max thinking that, like, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison is there. And if mm-hmm. that's the case, then he's going to shoot up because yep. he's got that rushing upside. And then now he has the best, like, literally a top three overnight wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would make me boost him 
significantly, but I just wanted to highlight that because there was that difference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense. Teams that I think that are going to regress Baker Mayfield. Um, I have cousins there cause I think he'll be uh, on the Vikings and, I don't know. I could probably end up moving him up if he does go to the Vikings, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine too much. Rodgers, it's hard to see him come back and lighting the world on fire. Same with Daniel Jones. I think Derek Carr regresses, even though he ended the season on such a high. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows with Russell? I'm not a huge Levis guy, and Bryce is just on a team that's completely lost. So, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Aaron Rodgers can actually do with that offense, um, with that team. Um, I I, ha- I have met 15. Yeah. Uh, where do you have him, Shane? Uh, 20. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, one other thing. You guys have Geno. I don't even have him ranked because I don't think he's going to be a starting quarterback next year. Could be. That could be the case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's Especially under contract his, now, but, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. His head coach gone. He has a contract. <laughs> But I don't know that he's a QB one. I think his he might be getting paid thirty mil to sit in the back seat. Yeah, yeah, or get released. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um, did you? you what does uh, Gino look like on the Falcons? We haven't talked about that at all. Uh, does, that, I, does that look good? I don't think so. Does that look better than Ritter? I mean, probably better yes. than Ritter. Yes, but overall, not not that much. Does it though? Him. Yes, I'm going to say it looks better than Ritter. I, I do too. Yeah, I would say that too. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I think Drake London would have a really good season. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he was in a good system with the Seahawks, <laughs> and he's as dog shit as now, I, he was the I, last 10 years. <laughs> I would rather see, like, a Jaden Daniels in Atlanta be starter, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think. Just to kind of wrap things up here, this conversation is like we are going to have rookie quarterbacks in here. We're going to have, you know, what is Saquon to the Texans do to C.J. Stroud? Is he top five for me? Probably um, there's so much that needs to play out. And, you know, we're going to update our rankings as this news all comes out. I think we should probably shuffle everything one more time before um, before or after all the coaching news happens before yep. the NFL draft, after the NFL draft, and we'll be updating our sub stack and keeping this, you know, yeah, I, that's I, a I would like right there. Oh yeah. For the sub stack. Yeah. It's the, the fantasy roadshow.substack.com. We will be posting these rankings as well as all of our other rankings uh, along with the articles and stuff. So make sure you guys follow along with the sub stack. Yeah. I think one thing that we need to do, we'll learn this off season when we have time is, um, have I know there's ways that you can create like a Google live document and have it posted so that when we're switching our rankings, like it's posted so people can view but not edit, obviously. So when we're switching our rankings as things are moving fast, like in draft season, um, we don't have to like continue to post it every week at Monday, which we will we'll probably do anyways is send out a sub stack, you know, every Monday at 11 a.m with our new yeah. updated rankings, but having one live so that as news comes in, people, you know, if they're drafting, they can have the most updated version. Yeah, I agree. We'll look into that. Sweet. Um, all right. Well, uh, 
thank you all for joining, watching, listening. Please like the video, subscribe to the channel. Uh, you guys know the drill. This episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.rule1proteins.com. Enter promo code Roadies40 at checkout for 40% off. That's Roadies40 for 40% off. Shane, Mike, thanks for joining us today. Um, and uh, be on the lookout. We got uh, running back rankings coming up next. We got wide receivers after that, tight ends. You know the, you guys know the drill. Um, oh, so we decided, what, Monday at 11 a.m.? Yes, this, this episode so, will be but... live at Monday at 11 a.m. Uh, we are pre-recording this one. And uh, uh, expect all – yeah. So the fifteen all episodes uh, Monday morning at eleven a.m. Uh, for yep. you guys to uh, tune in. The fifteenth quarterbacks, running backs, twenty second wide receivers, the 29th, and then tight ends on February fifth. Yep, yep, that's the deal. Um, again, thank you everyone for watching, paying attention, and uh, you guys are the best. Everybody, a buckle up, buckle up.